Hello and welcome back to The Real Horror Show. I'm your host, Samantha. And I'm Storm Skies, co-host. Uh, this is our mini-show, which we do in between long-form movie reviews, just to talk about shows we're watching. And right now we're watching Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah. And uh, I will say these mini-shows have been slightly longer just because of how we're doing the Fall of the House of Usher discussions. We're comparing them yeah. to the stories. Yeah. But I think that's important when you're discussing adaptations is how good of an adaptation it is and I don't think adaptations necessarily need to be one for one but I do think they need to be respectful of the source material and in a few weeks months when we get to the Death Note American adaptation we'll talk talk at length about that okay yeah (laughs) but yeah so episode three is Murder in Rue Morgue which is Mm -hmm. loosely based on the novella murders in rue morgue it's just the short story called the, the murders it's just in the a short story morgue. yeah uh-huh. okay the most important literary contribution edgar Allan poe ever made was the character of dupin or uh the french pronunciation i didn't take french dupin it's just like a dupin dupin <laughs> yeah um, yeah because dupin uh predates <laughs> sherlock holmes and henry perot so without dupin we probably we might not have the archetypes of that detective character and he doesn't play an active role in the flashback sequences in the episode but he is investigating the murders much like in the short story i never realized but dupont was never like actually a detective he was just someone interested in the case i see Um, is that what because i didn't i didn't reread the story and i didn't read that i I didn't read it but i I I read Wikipedia because Wikipedia yeah. is pretty good about just summarizing these stories. So he was just like, oh yeah, like almost like an obsessed guy. <laughs> yeah, he was just really interested in the case because yeah. um, in the short story, yeah. two women are found murdered. Witnesses say they don't know what language was being spoken and there was a non-human hair found at the scene of the crime. And as the crime is solved, we learn that it was a monkey that killed them, a chimpanzee. No, it was uh, an orangutan, actually. An, ora- an orangutan. <laughs> so it a was huge some, one. <laughs> it was some form of primate that was not a human. Yeah, isn't that wild? <laughs> um, and so this episode really? follows that. And I was actually surprised with this episode. I was expecting it to be the death of Vic. Yeah, me too. Just because right? she's the one that's been working with the animals. So what she's yeah. been doing is animal tests on this new heart surgery this new like heart valve that's going to stop heart failure yeah in patients like terminal heart failure in patients yeah Uh, probably like those with cardiomyopathy and all those ugly diseases that sneak up on us yeah but the catch is and what her sister mike flanagan's wife (laughs) (laughs) camille uh, camille thank you yeah i knew it started with a sound (laughs) yeah um what she's starting to realize is her sister isn't being honest with the actual results of these trials and yeah. um, her assistants slash um, forced <laughs> sex partners. Right. It's like, whoa. <laughs> we're researching and figuring out, you know, what secrets are Vic is, is Vic hiding? Yeah. And they found that every so often when there's a successful trial, there's another big animal dump and then that successful primate that successful chimpanzee that was tested on has gone missing and uh they're suspecting that 
Vic is mutilating them, killing them so that people don't find out that the trials aren't really working. Right. At the end of the episode, Verna confirms this and says that, yeah, she just um, pumps us with adrenaline. So it looks like it worked. And then she takes care of us after the um, inspection has been done after daddy's come and looked at it. Right. And I do want to make a correction. Uh, last mini show, I said Annabelle Lee was the oldest daughter. No, Annabelle Lee is his first wife. Who? Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, the oldest children are Tammy and Frederick. Okay. Yeah. So Tamerlane, like that, that's a poem. And then yeah, Frederick yeah. with the man ponytail. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a lot of fucking names in this show. So forgive me if I mix them up. And they're big names. Too, yeah. Guys. Come on. <laughs> So we get another flashback where we see Usher strike the initial deal that's going to get him his millions. He gets like a $500 bonus, which is going to set his family up, (laughs) help them a lot because they've been struggling. They can't afford the medicine for the kids. They need to make some repairs to their apartment. And so Annabelle Lee is really happy with this. But of course, um, the sister is a bitch. Dude, does she have a job? (laughs) Does she live with them? I think she has a job. She's just always with Roderick. She always wants to be with Roderick because of what happened in their childhood. Yeah, just but, it in. Like, she I like so Annabelle much. Lee so much. She is such a supportive wife. She's dealing with the Usher bullshit. Yeah. And that's why she's probably going to die. Yeah, and dude, she finally says to him, she's like, you know what? Like, your sister is, like, so tough. But, like, I really, like, don't like her. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But, like, I can't. She's just such a bitch all the time. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's not upset with her. He, uh... Yeah, he's like, I know. He kind of maybe wipes yeah. it off, but he yeah. doesn't like argue with her. Like, I th- he's right. well aware his sister's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Dude, she's like less bitchy in her older, like the older woman that plays her. I feel like that's, she's like more chill. Yeah, probably because uh, she got rid of the one woman Roderick <sighs> will ever actually love. Well, then, yeah, now that you say that, you're right. Yeah, you're probably right, dude. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. I'm, of course, just speculating, but it's pretty yeah. clear that something terrible is going to happen to Anna- yeah. Annabelle Lee. And because we also find out in this episode from Camille yeah. that she and the other siblings that aren't um, Tamara and Frederick are That's bastards. Yeah. So either they either Roderick cheats on Annabelle at some point mm-hmm. or they're just products of one night affairs after her death, which I could see it going either way because at this point in time, Roderick yeah. Usher doesn't seem like he's going to cheat on his wife. Like he, he quote unquote yeah. wrote the poem Annabelle Lee for her. Yeah. So they're very in love and I can't mm-hmm. see him cheating on her. I bet here's my here's my speculation. I bet that since like he he might start to get more famous because of this drug, then like him and like his sister might go out and like do like crazy parties and stuff like that and just like go out and he might have like those one night stands or yeah, whatever. It's like it'll just like happen. Maybe like that. Or mm-hmm. she'll have died already. So we will see. Oh, and something else we learn is Frederick's wife did not leave the party before the sprinklers turned on. I thought she left, dude. I did too, but we I guess we didn't actually see her leave. So in this episode, right off the bat, we find out she's the sole survivor of this incident. And all her skin is melted off. And she's gonna have a fucking rough life now. 
Yeah, that's so insane that she, like, literally survived. Whenever she, like, was alive in, like, the beginning scene, I I almost was like, maybe that guy will, like, just kill her. Mm -hmm. But he went and said, like, there's a survivor. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's interesting. So I didn't know it was her at that time. Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't tell. Uh, We find out that there were 78 78 deaths from that incident. And so the Usher family is like, well, fuck, this is going to make our stocks plummet. We got to find a way to spin it. And Camille's like, "Uh, we'll just immediately paint it as a tragic accident. Yeah. And they're like, like, oh, yeah, that's very smart. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, Camille gets dumped by her assistants because they've fallen in love with each other. And they call her out on her ridiculous, like, bullshit. They were like, yeah, you made us sign a consent form, which was weird at the start. Right. (laughs) But I mean, and like NDA, yeah. They still fucking went with it. I mean, I don't want to victim blame, but if I got a new job and my boss made me sign a consent form that I had to have threesomes with them, right. I just say, you know what? I don't need a job that bad. Yeah, like not today, but not for me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just keep. But looking. then again, if my boss looked like Camille, right? May- maybe. And yeah, yeah, your assistant was super hot. Like if you worked with like, yeah, you yeah. a young person and you like were super loaded. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and we find out that uh her assistant Tina's name is not actually Tina, it's Beth. She just likes <laughs> she thinks Tina and Toby are funny. Oh my god. I that I'm sad funny. that Camille's the second child to die. I like her a lot. I when I saw that it was gonna be her death, when I saw her like come back. Uh, mm-hmm. And like that flashback with Roderick, I was like, oh man, Sam's favorite's going to die already. Oh, she's, <laughs> she's, she's just longer. so funny. I know. I thought she'd hang on much longer, but yeah, because she's Mike Flanagan's wife. So he's like, oh God, babe, I really want your kill scene to happen soon. Yeah. Like, okay. And her death, her death is gnarly. She's killed by a chimpanzee. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say that in the story, the one of the, I don't know, this Wikipedia may have said that one of the people's bodies was like shoved up a chimney. Am I remembering that right? Is that detail in there? That sounds accurate based on some of the illustrations that were included in the Wikipedia article. Yeah. Yeah. So everything happened, but the chimney, I feel like in this, which is crazy. Yeah. She was just ripped to shreds. Dude. And I totally like this whole time, like we, we saw the monkeys as the test subjects in other episodes. And I just like my brain did not even like make the connection at all to Murders in the Room Morgan. I was like, oh, yeah, it's just like animal testing. I'm like, oh, shit, it's monkeys yeah. for a reason. No, I think yeah. the way Flanagan is connecting these stories is really well done so far. I think so, too. It's going well with like, yeah, it's like just picking up on the subtle foreshadowing that you might not get as foreshadowing if you're not familiar with Poe works. Yeah. Um, Like Prospero, if you're mm-hmm. not familiar with Mask of the Red Death, yeah. you don't know that in the, ep- the episode title, Mask of the Red Death, he's going to die due, his, due to his own vanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like with the chimpanzees, those are established very early in the series. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the foreshadowing has been great. And I'm delightfully surprised with how well these stories are kind of interlocking together because in reality, these stories yeah. have absolutely nothing to do with each other. But yes. in the context of the show and using them for each like individual child's death, it works uh-huh. very well. It does. And um, I I wasn't sure who was going to die this episode because uh, Verna mm-hmm. 
like she popped she up. She visited like, all of them. Yeah. So I was like, dude, like, who's it going to be? <laughs> and I did think it was going to be Vic because she like saw that she was ha- having like those heart issues. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh yeah, you're going to be my human test subject. Ha ha ha. And I was like, oh fuck. She yeah. I, I was super like surprised it wasn't Vic this right. episode. Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad that mm-hmm. after the super obvious yeah. cross barrow death. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that he is still kind of giving us some twists and turns that we aren't actually going to know every episode based on the title. Yeah. Who's going to die? Uh-huh. Because, you know, Vic was the one working with the chimpanzees. They're the ones who probably have it out for her. Um, yes. So for it not to be her. Yeah. And I also, if it wasn't Vic, I thought it was going to be the other guy, Napoleon. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the one that like had that party. Yeah, and he killed him the cat. Was, t- yeah, and th- I thought that he might like take those like street drugs and like Ooh. die or something. You know what I mean? Now that we're bringing up the cat and that he killed yeah. the cat, maybe his death is going to be in the uh, the black cat episode. Oh yeah, because uh, Pluto, the name Pluto for the cat. That's Edgar Allan Poe had a real cat named Pluto, so that's like legit. That's like a one to one comparison there. So that's cool. But I felt sad and want that to happen. But that's, I'm glad that the yeah. cat looked like super fake dead. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I can handle it a little bit better. Yeah. But make you sad. Like oh, fuck man. Now that you've said this, like yeah. Flanagan really did his homework. He did. Putting yeah. the show together. Like just Everything even the subtle nods to Poe's yes. own life. Uh-huh. It's so rock details. solid. It is rock solid. It's really, it's it's no longer glaring. The only thing that was glaring was the first episode when it was like name drop, name drop, name drop. But now it's yeah. like really ironed out. Yeah. No, it's well. it's really solid. I get why the show's doing so well, but that first episode was just a <laughs> yeah. lot. You just gotta get through it, yeah. Yeah. Um but I will other? say that the episode two, that that's still gonna be an intense death scene to top. Uh-huh. Like Camille's was crazy and like bloody, but like we didn't see it happen. Like we yeah, too. We just saw the aftermath, and we can gauge what happened in the yeah. aftermath. Especially <laughs> if you saw Jordan Peele's um, "Nope," where I didn't see that. No, where there's a chimpanzee attack, and while we still don't see the people being ripped apart, we see from a child's perspective, like he's yeah. in, he's hiding from the chimpanzee, uh-huh. so we see like obscured what's happening we hear the screaming we see the bodies like being flung around we see the blood happening but we don't actually see it being ripped apart which i'm kind of fine with Mm -hmm. with we're at a critical like junction with cgi in film and i rant about cgi all the time versus practical effects you can no longer use you can't really use live animals in film anymore due to Mm -hmm. like animal safety protocols and it's just easier to cgi them yeah so i feel like showing the chimpanzee actually ripping her apart would look a little ridiculous because it's a cgi chimpanzee so every she would then have to become cgi parts of her as she's being ripped apart so i don't yeah necessarily think it would work and i don't know how much it would cost to have you know a person in a mocap suit on a green screen yeah ripping her apart to have it look practical right so i'm just so it doesn't look ridiculously fake i'm yeah. fine with just the implication of what happened in yeah, this agreed instance. well how did you like the the chimpanzees that were cgi did you think they looked pretty good i thought they looked pretty good because yeah. we didn't spend a lot of time looking at them yes and it was, it was very... like a dark room so mm-hmm. i that was like appreciated of that 
it was very brief and the focus <laughs> more so was on their like surgical wounds yeah. rather than uh-huh. them. So we didn't have to look at the weird, shiny CGI chimpanzees for that long. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I do think it's so, so wild that like the, I didn't realize that the tests, well, I knew the tests weren't working, but I didn't know that she was like pretending that they were working, but I know that he had the conversation with Vic, like, Hey, this needs to work, but I, we didn't see any follow-up. Yeah. But like, that's like fucked up. Mm-hmm. So we're just seeing the cracks of this family and their lives and what led them to this indictment and now the individual deaths of their children. I know. Well, I think Camille, I think she had one part that was really important that we, I didn't realize is she was like, the ushers don't make anything. We just like are with people that make stuff and like buy it or or, like make money from it. And I was like, damn, like she's right. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a call out to a yeah. lot of billionaires mm-hmm. because the billionaires themselves don't really make anything. Like maybe they made one thing once and then <laughs> yeah. everything else is just other people making yeah. it for them. They in just our, acquire them. Yeah, right? like in yeah. our publishing course, we learned uh-huh. a lot about Jeff Bezos because Jeff Bezos yeah. has and continues to turn the publishing industry on its head. Yeah. And the thing that Jeff Bezos created with like a $100,000 loan from his parents in his garage yeah. um was a website to ship books because books are very sturdy and easy to ship. Yeah. And so he he invented a way to do that. He invented Amazon. And then now he is a billionaire because he invented one shitty thing mm-hmm. and just profits off of the work and labor of everyone else around him. Yes, yes, exactly. And do did we ever find out why it's called Amazon? I feel like we did, but I can't remember. <laughs> I forget to. I'm like, why Amazon for books? But I'm like, okay, it's fine. Yeah. Um... <laughs> but yeah, no, after episode one, I am just super impressed with how these are all tying together and the underlying um, supernatural element of it all. We've only had one episode and that's the first episode where there's an overt supernatural moment, which is their mother rising from the dead to go kill yeah. her boss. Uh-huh. Um everything else has been super underlying. We know that Verna is some sort of supernatural entity, but we don't know how or why. I don't, when we first met her in episode one, when she was young and a bartender, I don't think she was supernatural then. Me neither. So I wonder what happened with her and the brother Mm -hmm. and sister that's making her come back around for like this, like revenge. Yeah. So I'm excited to watch this mystery unfold. Yeah, me too. And um, I wonder when we're going to get more into um, Tamerlane, the the daughter who like likes to watch her husband have dinner with like prostitutes. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm interested to see what happened there too. Yeah, because like that's just I get cuckolding, but this is like a step above cuckolding where she's watching a version of herself have this yeah. loving relationship with her husband. Uh huh. Yeah, and I'm just curious why she does that yeah I know I'm just like this is so weird but I don't I wonder what's going on with that so that's interesting um and I'm excited to see what happens with Frederick's wife the last (laughs) we see of her she's freaking out in her hospital bed ripping off her bandages I know so I think she's gonna have a really rough go of it Frederick's death is probably gonna have something to do with her Mm -hmm. yeah probably Um, because he was like, what was she doing there? So obviously, if you come to one conclusion, it's like yeah. 
she was invited to the sex but do they know it was a sex party i'm guessing they kind of do they probably have an idea that it was a sex party they know it was like a rave yeah um so i'm sure and based on like the footage because they have the footage right. of it all yes yes so they do okay. you can probably figure out what was happening and why she was there yeah so um okay. also i don't the granddaughter is still alive right like in the not flashback timeline the granddaughter is uh, the that's the nor isn't it so that's yeah. her daughter yeah so she went to see she's alive okay right yeah I think because I think it's just his kids who have died. Yeah, yeah, it's just his, his kids. So the granddaughter, granddaughter. yes, she, yeah, because she's at like I think the last funeral happens mm-hmm. in the first episode, and okay. she's like sitting next to Roderick. Okay, uh, so I'm excited to see where she lands at the end of all of this. Yeah, that's right now she's just been in the background, but I know there's something more that's going to happen with her. Yeah. She has that main character vibe. Mm-hmm. And she's got the main character name, which is Lenore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, okay, yeah, so the next episode is the Black Cat. Ooh. And so I hope, like, there's no other, like, cat stuff that's sad, but, like, we'll go, we'll get through it. He's probably going to buy, he's going to buy another buy Black Cat, cat and, and say, no, this is, this is totally him. Like, cat owners don't know their cat's personalities. <laughs> that reminds me of, like, have you ever seen Meet the Parents? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And they have the the cat, and he's like, I spray painted the cat's tail to make it look like the other cat. And it's like I'm not stupid. I know that's not my. Key, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that kind of thing. It's like, what are we idiots? Like every black yeah. cat looks identical. They mm-hmm. don't. They all they have, have no personality. I know, and they all look a little different. So man, so obviously, uh, dude doesn't like animals because remember the animal jumps on him, and he like doesn't like it. I'm like, what's your problem? Mm-hmm. So like. I just don't like people that don't like animals. Yeah. Cannot abide. So looking forward to that. And before we wrap yeah. it up, I just want to say, um, yeah, David was watching this episode with me this uh-huh. morning <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. he, he hasn't watched any of the other episodes oh, okay. and he was just like every scene. I'm more and more confused. Well, you know what? That's especially when we got to, to the chimpanzees and Carla it was actually, yeah. And Carla becomes a chimpanzee. He was like, what is right. going on? Well, you know what? This episode, and I, I didn't want to say it, but like it was compared to episode two, this one was back to like just lots of talking. Mm-hmm. And so all that talking, oops, sorry, Shadow, all that talking probably like confused him more because they were like trying to like lay the grounds for probably like the next episode. Yeah. And he was like, what the? Shadow, come here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah it is confusing if you don't like start from the very beginning because it's like a big maze and we're like jumping back and forth and and this and that there's so many characters that are main characters there are so So, many characters i can't wait for more to die off so it's easier to keep track i know right (laughs) (laughs) well we'll see who who dies in the next one because it could be leopold with the cap but like what if it's not what if it's Mm -hmm. like somebody else Ooh. you know what i mean so now we like really don't know yeah especially because berna visited all of them i know i know that's wild um but in the meantime our palate cleanser is soft four yo we're really getting through it and this is when um mark hoffman hits the scene in a big way and jigsaw's body is dead but his ideas live on yeah so 
We're past Jigsaw and now we're on to Jigsaw's legacy. Yeah, so rest in peace, John Kramer. But of course, Tobin Bell will still be in the movies because of flashbacks, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is pretty cool. So now we're going to get like prequel vibes stuff a little bit too. Yeah. We're finally going to learn more about John Kramer. I know. Yeah. All right, cool. But do you have any other points or comments on the the story, the show? Uh, Not right now. I guess we'll find out in two weeks. Yep, two weeks, guys. All right. I will not forget to watch it when I sit down to watch Netflix. I believe in you. And Thank also, you. I just want to say I'm so proud of us because since the beginning of the year, we've not missed a, sing- a single yeah. week. So I was good say, for us. Sam, we're doing a really good job because like now that I'm in this like flow with like my work and my school mm-hmm. and remember I told you I was like doing my like hourly Google schedule. It may sound crazy to some, but it's really working yeah. for me. To, no, like, I, was, track. I, I was actually yeah. talking to David. She's yeah. keeping an hourly schedule. That's just <laughs> fucking insane. <laughs> it is insane, but... Um, but it's really helpful because we haven't missed a week. I haven't missed watching except for like, I like, let me know if you feel like we should keep doing Fridays or if you prefer to record Saturday morning, you know, this. Yeah. You know, Saturday morning has been pretty great. So I guess we'll see. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, let's keep, let's keep doing trying for Friday. And then if we yeah. like, keep fucking up, then <laughs> yeah. Sam is on it, but Jack is almost there. Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. All right. Well, we will see everybody next week for Saw 4. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. I love the creepy dog.